Welcome to the Fantasy Ace Ball Podcast. This is Tim Kanak here, and today, and for the next few podcasts, I'm going to be kind of doing a live TGFBI. So uh, I'm in TGFBI League 10, and I'm going to be recording in little pieces because this is a, a long-form draft uh, with four hours between each pick, and obviously I'm not going to keep you on the line uh, listening to a podcast for four hours just for one pick. So kind of what I'm going to do is I'm going to break this down into little pieces. I'm going to let you know what day I'm recording, when I'm recording, and uh, what we're looking at, and then I'm going to basically try to keep this into little five or ten minute intervals, and I'll release these probably on every few rounds maybe at the beginning of the draft i'll do like the first two or three or four rounds and then that will be pod one and then i'll keep releasing every few rounds so this is going to be coming out after i'm drafting obviously because i don't want people to know my strategy or anything like that so i'm going to try to keep it spaced out where nobody will be able to listen and ariel cohen won't be able to listen and steal my strategy and jack some of the players i'm looking at uh so that's kind of how i'm going to do this podcast um, I'm going to introduce my league, which is, like I said, TGFBI League 10, and we'll go by draft order. I'm going to introduce the league. Picking first in my TGFBI draft, and the draft, by the way, is starting tomorrow. This is Sunday the 27th, and the draft is starting tomorrow on Monday the 28th. But drafting first is Michael Smith. Drafting second is John Fish. Drafting third is Patrick Wisniewski, sorry if I get some of these names wrong, so I don't I don't know all of the people that I'm drafting with. Drafting fourth is Tim McCulloch. Uh, drafting fifth is Mark Blakemore. Drafting sixth, sixth is Ariel Cohen, who I challenged, so he's my nemesis in this league. Uh, ATC is my nemesis against my F scores, so uh, I'm really looking forward to playing with Ariel. He's one of the better uh, fantasy baseball players throughout the whole community, and I don't like to say the industry because then it makes me sound a little pretentious, but um, he's a great fantasy baseball player, and it's going to be fun, and it's going to be a challenge to go against him, and I'm looking forward to see how the S-scores fare and my rankings fare against ATC and Ariel Cohen's rankings. It's going to be fun. Uh, Drafting seventh is Jason Kamlowski. Drafting eighth is Andrew Dewhurst. Ninth is Joe Ricotta. Tenth is me, Tim Kanak, with Fantasy Ace Ball. And I did pick 10 was my number one spot on my KDS. Because I drafted in another DC and I picked ninth. And coming around back around in the second round, I got I realized I think I got sniped in like the ninth, the second, fourth, and sixth rounds. The guy who had that 10 pick, he got a lot of the guys that I wanted. So that's why I wanted the 10th pick because drafting ninth, I kept seeing getting sniped on that even round turn coming back toward me. Um, including like in the second round. So that's why I'm picking 10th. That's why I wanted to pick 10th. Uh, picking 11th is Michael Salfino. 12th is Andrew Wheeler. 13th is Lee Keller. It's Regicidal. Uh, 14th is Michael Schwarzenbach. And 15th is Pitcherless Inside Fastball. So those are our 15 people in League 10 that are drafting, and that is the draft order. And so I'm just going to talk a little bit about, to get us started, who I'm looking at in round one. 
So coming back to me in round one and why I like drafting later and why uh, my KDS started is like 10th pick, then 9th and 11th. Why I wanted this kind of range is because I really like Ronald Acuna. I think that he's going to come back sooner than most people believe he's going to come back. And even if he doesn't, even if he does miss a few weeks, his the, he's so good and his, the, his ability to put steals together, power together, possibly go uh, 40-30 or 40-40. Like, the only other person who can do that is Tatis, who's going number one. And Tatis has the same sort of injured concerns as Acuna. I mean, Acuna's coming to the year injured, right? So that, we already know he's hurt. He's going to maybe miss some time at the beginning of the year, and it might take a little bit for his knee to get going. So people are worried about, okay, he's already hurt. But guess what? Tatis is hurt, but he's going to play. But then that shoulder is something, he's, he might get some DL stints just from that shoulder. Or it could, could get worse. So I'm really I'm just as concerned on an injury point with Tatis that I am with Acuna. So I might as well, you know, take the ten pick discount and get Acuna, and then like my guys coming back on the even rounds. And I like to pick in the middle. I don't like picking on the turn of the wheel uh, because you have to reach so much. You're like reaching every single time for someone. So um, tenth pick is where I'm at, and I'm hoping in this pick to get either Ronald Acuna Jr. Bryce Harper or Shohei Otani. Those are my top three guys that I have right here. Because I already know Turner, Trey's going to be gone. Tatis is going to be gone. Ramir, Jose Ramirez is going to be gone. I don't want Vlad, even if he falls to me. If he falls to me and he's the best guy, I'm going to have to get him. Just because I, I want someone who's going to get power and steals. Uh, Bichette, I think, is going too early. I like Bichette, but uh, I like some of these other guys more. If Bichette falls to me, I'm probably going to go with him, though. Um, and then Soto is going to be gone. Garrett Cole will probably be gone. Uh, worst case scenario, I'm probably looking at maybe Corbin Burns or Kyle Tucker or or Mike Trout even. If, that'd be worst case scenario if uh, Acuna, Harper, and Otani are all gone from me at pick 10. Then I'll probably, and if Burns is still there, I'd probably be looking to do a Burns-Robert type package. Burns in, on the first round and Robert coming back on the second. There's the chance that Robert will be gone by that point, and then maybe I'll have to go like uh, Machado, which means that really I'm going to be making up steals. I'm going to be hoping Witt falls to me in the third or something like that, or Marte falls to me in the third, if that were to happen so I could get some steals. Um, but probably I would be looking at something like that in the 1-2 if uh, I don't get Acuna, Harper, or Otani. So that's what I'm going for with pick 10. Um, and we've got... Basically, second round, look at the second round. I'm planning right now to get either Acuna, Harper, Otani with a pitcher, which maybe I'm looking at Scherzer, Bueller, or Woodruff, hopefully coming back. Uh, I ended up with Acuna and DeGrom picking in the nine spot in my DC, and that was a lot of risk for me. Even though I really like DeGrom this year too, and people are getting more confident on DeGrom and Acuna, um, to pick both those guys in the same draft, it's a little risky, even for me. Like, I'll, hey, if I it, it can work. That's the thing is, like, if you're not first, you're last. So you want to play a little bit aggressively. Uh, and I did go pocket aces in the second, third in that DC. I went, be, uh, I went Degrom and then Bieber. So I had Acuna and then Degrom Bieber because I think Bieber's gonna be fine. Um, and we've gotten some positive reports from him in the last couple of weeks, even though there's no spring training. So. That's kind of the plan is to go hitter pitcher here, hitter starter, uh, and we'll see what happens. So we'll get back 
into it tomorrow when we're actually on the clock. Or maybe it might be after the clock because I won't be able to pod from work. So we'll see where we're at, but I'll let you know what happened. And uh, like I said, I'm going to just do little snippets and I'm going to add these little snippets all into one podcast. So you'll hear me come back in a second here and we'll be already in the first or second round by that point. But uh, I just wanted to let you guys know my plan coming in so you can hear it. Uh, Who's in the league? League 10, my nemesis, Ariel Cohen and ATC. So we'll see what happens um hopefully one of these guys falls to me all right so here we are back now in the second round unfortunately i couldn't pod because the way the draft went is everybody's been drafting in my league league 10 in just a few minutes except our fourth drafter uh took his full four hours and burned out and now is stuck on auto so the way the draft went was fernando tis jr was the first pick second was corbin burns Third was Trey Turner. Fourth was Jose Ramirez, the auto draft, which, I mean, that's who the guy should have picked anyway. Uh, fifth is Bo Bichette. Sixth is Juan Soto. And then seventh was Vladimir Guerrero. And so I started watching around this time, and my three guys that I was targeting for, Acuna, Harper, and Otani, were still on the board, so I knew I was going to get one, and that's the way I had them ranked was Acuna, Harper, Otani. I have Acuna as my number one player, so I was really hoping for Acuna to fall to me, but Harper went number eight, and then I got really excited, and I figured, okay, number nine is going to pick Garrett Cole or something like that, and it's going to give me Acuna, but that didn't happen. So I get Otani, um, which I'm not displeased with, because in a format like this, even though it's a weekly league, I can always, since this is Roto, uh, I can always plug Otani in at pitcher if uh, my pitching goes to crap or I get a lot of injuries then I have that opportunity to move uh, Otani to pitcher but I'd really have to have a a really good lead in hitting categories for that to make sense so after I picked Otani my target for the second round coming back I was looking at either Luis Robert or Max Scherzer were my top two targets so let's see if I was able to get them after I picked Otani Kyle Tucker went number 11. Garrett Cole went number 12. Rafael Devers went number 13, which I've actually never seen Devers go in the first round of a draft yet, even a mock draft. So that's very interesting. Uh, Freddie Freeman went 14th. And I haven't actually seen Freeman go in the first round of a draft yet this year either. So Freeman went 14 and then Albies 15. So three very unique, I think, uh, first round picks there in a row, Devers, Freeman, and Albies. I hadn't yet to see any of those people go in the first round in a draft. And I've done a lot of mocks with CBS this year. And I've also done a few deep league drafts. And if you hear my uh, baby in the background, that's my little two-year-old Tommy, my my baseball boy. Uh, Round two, starting out, uh, at the turn here, we had Albies and Trout. So that's actually a really nice one-two punch, I think. They're going to have to go pitching big. Uh, coming up, but I like that Albies and Trout. Um, And then Max Scherzer went at 2-2, unfortunately, uh, because I was hoping for Scherzer or Robert, then Robert went 2-3. So there were my dreams of a Scherzer or Robert. Mookie Betts was still on the board at this point, and I was hoping for Betts next, but then Betts went and uh, pick four of round two. And so then I knew I was going to get, because the next two guys, and only two guys I had left in my queue were Walker Bueller and Brandon Woodruff. So I know I was going to get one of the two. And then uh, at round two, pick five, Jacob DeGrom went in front of me. 
um, which is very interesting that DeGrom is going higher in drafts now. Uh, in my DC, I started out Acuna and DeGrom, which seemed pretty risky, but now with what's going on with possible delays and the way DeGrom is looking, both of those guys are getting a bit higher. So that's actually pretty good news, I think, for my DC. I really like that start Acuna DeGrom, even though it is risky. That's a go big or go home type strategy. So then came to my pick, and I ended up getting Walker Bueller in the second. And there's already been Tim Anderson picked behind me in round two, pick seven. So we are live right now, waiting at round two, pick eight. And on the clock is Andrew Dewhurst. So that's kind of where we are at in draft right now. And I think because of how fast it's moved and with uh, our number four drafter, I'm not going to call anybody out on this pod, but our number four drafter is now stuck on auto. So he's the only one who took quite a bit of time so far in the draft. Everyone else has kept it to 20 minutes or shorter. So I think with that occurrence, we might be able to get back around to my round three pick. And in round three, it's going to be interesting who's still on the board because of the way that some of this has gone down. I'm sure that Hendricks and Hayter will both be gone by the time it comes back around to me, or else I might be looking at uh, picking up a closer. Um, so they will probably be gone. That means I'm probably looking at a hitter, someone who can bring me some steals. Maybe Cedric Mullins will be there when it comes back around to me. Um, I'm sure I could get a nice pitcher. I know Probably Bieber or Arias or Nola will be back around to me, but I already have Bueller, and I don't want to go with a utility pitcher-pitcher. Even though in my DC I did that, and it turned out great. I had Acuna, DeGrom, and Bieber. I don't want to go utility pitcher-pitcher because I don't have any positions locked down, and I've already burned my utility spot with Otani. Even though he's worth it because he's such a good hitter, but I think I have to go hitter-hitter with my next couple of picks and then when I come back around to five and six, I can go pitcher pitcher unless Hater or uh, unless for some reason Hater or we- Zach Wheeler or Woodruff or or Hendricks falls to me. I don't see any other uh, really way about it. So maybe I'll be looking at like in round three, um, your Don will be gone. So Mullins might fall to me. I don't really like Teoscar, so I might be looking at like Goldschmidt and. Uh, Wander Franco or something like that, maybe. That's a possibility. Or Goldschmidt and Lindor. Um, I'm probably looking to get a middle infielder and and then another position hitter who has some power. So that's probably where I'm looking uh, with a backward eye, maybe on like Class A in round four. Or um, I still like Pete Alonso a lot too. So that's kind of where we're going to be looking. And then probably round five and six, I'll be going uh, at least with one starter in that round five, round six area, because I like a lot of the pitchers in that range. So I probably will be hitting a starter up around that range with maybe uh, – I still like Alex Bregman a lot, so I might be going with a Bregman or something in that round, in that range. Um, but that's where we're at in the drafts right now. So uh, you'll hear back from me in a second, and we will be in the future by that point. So we're wrapping up the first day here, drafting TGFBI. We're in round three. At pick 35 right now, and the guy on the clock is in the UK. So he's definitely, it's like 2 something a.m. there, 2.30 a.m. He's definitely not going to be drafting until the morning. 
so we're resuming the morning but i just want to kind of leave you where i am right now so basically i have otani locked into my utility position and also emergency starter just in case i need him and then i've got walker bueller as my ace who i was very happy to get in round two at pick uh, at 2-6, so that would be pick 21. That's a pretty good spot for uh, Walker Bueller. So I'm pretty happy to get him there. Um, even though I missed Acuna in the first round, at least I got Bueller in the second round. That's a really good uh, ace to start the team. So I'll probably be waiting a couple rounds now. I'm probably going to be waiting until at least round 6 to grab another starter. Um, I may grab a reliever in round three or four. If Hendricks is there at my next pick at 40, I'm going to grab Hendricks. Hater's already off the board. And um, I, I won't reach there for Iglesias or Classe. I But in round four, if Classe is there, I'll probably grab Classe at pick 51. Um, so that's what I'm kind of looking at for relievers, either Hendricks at 40 or Classe at 51. I like Classe better than Iglesias. I don't think I'd go Iglesias at 51. And then if I can't grab one of those guys, I'm probably going to be looking at trying to hit up uh, first base or um, middle infielder. So I might try to do some sort of combination of, depending on if they get to me, um, a shortstop and a first baseman. I, I like a lot of the first basemen that are left, Alonzo Olsen and Goldie. I actually like Goldie the best, then Alonzo, then Olsen. So that's where I rank them. Uh, so we'll probably get Goldie or Alonzo coming back around. And then uh, middle infielders. I've got Witt and Semyon on my queue. Uh, round four is probably, especially like that early in round four, is probably too early for me to get Lindor and maybe even Bogarts. I like Bogarts a little bit better than Lindor. So I might jump on Bogarts or um, consider, I mean, like really I'd rather have Bogarts, I think, than Wander Franco. Um, he's going to have more power. They're going to have both good batting averages. He's going to have good more runs in RBI. So uh, Wander and Lindor are more like ground five plays for me. <laughs> that was good. I'll have to try to edit that out. <laughs> or maybe I'll leave it in because it's funny. Uh, and then round five. So basically I'm looking at either pitcher relief or relief pitcher and hitter or two hitters coming back around. And then round five and six, I'm going to be looking at getting another starter and another hitter is kind of the plan. Um, if I miss on these top four closers, I'm willing to wait a little bit on closer. Uh, I'll wait till I get like a Gallegos or a Trinan or something like that. And I like a lot of the pitchers in the round, like, 6 through 10 range. So I'll probably be grabbing a bunch of pitchers there and just try to hit up a bunch of hitters earlier. Um, the one guy in the league, he just went pocket catcher, very interestingly. Let me let me read off what happened after my last pick. So uh, last time I was on, Tim Anderson was picked by somebody else. I don't like Anderson, but hey. Uh, I had Walker Bueller, then Tim Anderson went. Next was Brandon Woodruff and Shane Bieber and Zach Wheeler, so we had a little pitcher run. And then uh, looks like Fish got Manny Machado, 
Oh no, he got no, 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 that wasn't him. Uh, we got Machado. Must be a better way to see this grid right here. Open up the draft board, and Machado went to Blakemore, who's the UK guy who is sleeping right now, which I like that pick. And then uh, went Marte. He worked on Alvarez, Trevor Story, and then at the turn, uh, Michael Smith got Salvi and Real Muto pocket catchers. Then after that, we saw Mullins, Tasker Hernandez, and Josh Hader go off the board. So with Hader off the board, that means we're probably going to see a reliever run here. Um, I was really thinking that Ariel was going to be the guy to get Salvi, but that part, that, I mean, obviously can't happen now. I don't think he's going to reach for Will Smith. So uh, we have some interesting picks here before we get to me. And my number one player right now is Liam Hendricks. And then I've got uh, Goldie, then Semyon, very close. So those are my top three. I'm going to make sure I pick before I let this baby get alive now. I probably won't release this pod until I get through five rounds. But that's where we're at right now. So um, just wanted to give a... A little shout out to let you know where we're at as we go to sleep at the end of the first night. And uh, I'm going to probably release this pod tomorrow after we're through rounds three, four, and maybe five. Uh, so we'll see where we're at. All right, so it's the night of day two right now, and we left off in the morning with, I believe it was team number five drafting in round four. Yes, that's where we left off. So, uh, no, actually, it was team number five drafting in round three. So we've made some progress today because we're right now in round five, at the end of round five, about to get into round six. So where we left off was with Blakeman on the clock after Hader was picked, and my top of my queue had Liam Hendricks and Paul Goldschmidt in it. And so uh, team five went ahead and picked Aaron Nola, and then Ariel Cohen picked Aaron Judge. Team 7 picked Witt. Dewhurst picked Matt Olson. Ricotta picked Liam Hendricks, who was the top of my queue. And I was really hoping to get Hendricks there. So now he sniped me twice because he sniped me on Acuna and then he sniped me on Hendricks. And then the funny thing is in round 5 when he was in front of me again, the highest guy on my board was Kevin Gossman. And he sniped me there too. I mean, I wasn't going to pick him because I was definitely going hitter. But Gossman was the highest guy on my board. So it's almost like this guy's drafting straight off of my rankings and uh as i'm talking Corey seager just got picked and he was on my queue uh so he i think he's top of my queue actually um so that eliminates one of the three guys i'm going for as we're recording at uh the turn here of or the wheel here the turn the turn here of round five going to round six so i ended up going paul goldschmidt in round three and after i picked goldie then salfino picked julio arias Wheeler picked Xander Bogarts. Keller picked Marcus Simeon. Uh, we had Team 14 pick Alcantara. And Team 15 pick Will Smith. And coming back around, which I really like this wheel pick here. He, he started with Albies Trout, and then he goes Will Smith, Pete Alonso. That's a pretty sick start on offense. And then now he just got Seager, too. He has no pitchers, but his offense is really good. I, I mean, I guess it should be if you have no pitchers so far. He might grab his first pitcher here coming back around. He just picked Seager, so we'll see which direction he goes. Then coming back in round four, like I said, he picked Pete Alonso after Will Smith. 
And then we went Wander Franco. That's a little early, I think. Um, Lucas Giolito, Austin Riley, and Byron Buxton, which the top guy on my queue at that point was I had uh, George Springer was the top of my queue, but I thought he would come back around to me um, because I've got him in the fifth four in these leagues in 15-teamers, and I thought because people are down on him for some reason this year. I really like Springer, and I thought he would come back to me in round five, but he didn't make it, unfortunately. So um, I ended up picking Classe to get a closer, and that kind of started a little closer run here. Um, and then, yeah, the, uh, he just picked his first pitcher, Team 15, here on the we- on the uh, turn, just picked Frankie Montes. So that's good because I'm looking to get a middle infielder here. So pick as many pitchers as you want, especially ones that I don't really care for, like Montes. Um, anywho, so I picked Classe. And then next, next went Nick Cassianos, a little early for my blood. Then Lindor, who actually had my queue, I probably would have, I would have gone Lindor or Springer coming back on the fifth is what I would have done if they were available. Next was Robbie Ray, then Rysel Iglesias, Tyler O'Neill, Freddie Peralta, who was my number one starting pitcher at that time, Randy Rosarena, Chris Sale, and we get back to pick one, and Mr. Catcher Catcher goes Edwin Diaz and Max Fried for his first pitcher, which is a pretty good starter. Uh, Max Freed, and then he did get a closer. So he's trying to, yeah, shortstop two catchers and a closer. That to, so he's trying to, what he's trying to do is hit those weak positions, which means probably he'll be going third base coming back, just because that's how he's been drafting so far. Uh, and then coming back, Fish stole Springer from me, uh, so that sucked. <laughs> uh, then we got Team Three here, pick Jose Barrios. Uh, team Four is a replacement guy actually, because our our Team Four. Uh, who was McCulloch, was falling asleep. And so he got replaced by some guy named Macy, who picked Joe Musgrove for his first pick, which is a pretty solid first pick here, even if it might have been around too early, um, in my opinion. Uh, but, you know, get your guys. So uh, Blakeman then picked Ryan Presley. Ariel Cohen picked Javier Baez. And a little back and forth on Twitter, I, asked, I told him I didn't think he's a Baez guy. And he's like, well, that's who fell to me. Um, We've got Team 7 picked Eloy Jimenez. Team 8 picked Brandon Lau. Uh, Ricotta in front of me picked Gossman. Like I said, he was the top guy in my queue. And I was hoping, like I said, for Springer or Lindor, but I ended up getting Nolan Arenado. And I was a little back and forth here between Arenado and another player who is still available, who I'll be getting if he comes back to me. I was trying to think of who's going to come back to me and where the weak points are. And I figured that... Even if Arenado went, I could probably get Bregman coming back to me in the next pick. But Arenado was the highest guy on my board, and I decided to just go the highest guy available um, instead of trying to play guessing games. Because I know people are down on Nolan this year. I think his average is going to come back up some his second year in St. Louis uh, if we get a season because they just announced they're canceling the first week of games. So hopefully they work something out here in the next week so that we can go to some spring training games since I'm down here in Florida. And uh, after I picked Nolan, then Araldis Chapman went, at Alberto Mondesi, Lance Lynn, Jose Altuve, and Corey Seager to round out round five, round out the round. Maybe like that. And then, like I said, uh, our guy right here on the turn just left off with Montas, and that's where we're leaving off here. And uh, I think I might get back to my pick six tonight, but I'm about to start a CBS mock draft, so I'm going to let 
this go for now. We'll see if we can do around six tonight as well, and then I'm going to release the podcast. If not, then I'm going to leave you with a cliffhanger of who I was debating on picking with my last pick rather than Nolan Arenado, and did I get him? We'll see next time. So coming back here, I was actually able to get my six-round pick in tonight. And uh, after Montas, we saw Ketel Marte go. And, oh, my guy, this is the guy that I was debating about with Arenado, uh, Jorge Polanco. I actually wanted him more than Seer, even though I like Seer a little bit better because of that position eligibility. He's got second and shortstop eligibility. So I let him go, hoping he'd come back to me, and he didn't. So he went, and then after Polanco was Logan Webb and Jose Abreu. And here I am, knowing I wanted a middle infielder. And I had four guys on my queue in the middle infield before my pick. And Seager went, Marte went, and Polanco went. So that left me with Bobby Witt Jr. for my sixth-round pick. And it looks like we're going to close out the night with one more pick after me, Dylan Cease. And it looks like we're pending. Looks like our guy is asleep or something. So that's how we ended. Uh, At least that's how I got through my pick on round six in TGFBI League 10. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. And if you like my stuff, please follow me on Twitter. Retweet my stuff on Twitter. Shout out my F scores. And uh, shout out. Also, Justin Mason with uh, Friends with Fantasy Benefits, Fangrass for uh, helping me out, sleep in the bus. Everyone knows Justin Mason in the industry. Um, But he's the one who gave me a chance to post on Friends with Fantasy Benefits. And uh, I started the pod. And uh, part of the reason was wanting to be in this draft in TGFBI because I saw it going on last year and. I tried to get into it, and he was like, hey, man, you have to make some content. And at that point, I was only doing social media stuff and posting my stuff on social media, even though I was doing rankings, and I did have uh, my own sort of ranking system that was skills-based, which is what kind of prompted me into creating the F-scores in the first place. And so I spent the summer on uh, during the season trying to work out what I thought were the most important skills um, and that's how I came with the F scores. So TGFBI is a big part of that. And I'm really happy to be a part of TGFBI. So, um, you know, anyone who's listening and is interested in baseball, fantasy baseball, like, you know, reach out, make friends in the industry. It takes some effort. You know, it's not going to just happen. It things don't just happen to you. So you got to go out and, and make an effort and try to make things happen. And if you put the effort in, And if it's something that you really love, then your work will show. So good luck out there. Thanks for listening.